Was Max Pacioretty worth the gamble? Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holman. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at Locked On Caps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself with a purchase of a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics and treats 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. In today's episode of Locked On Capitals, we talk about what should we expect from Evgeny Kuznetsov. We all know that he said he wanted out of DC and he said that I never said that. And then Mike Vogel said, yeah, you did. Okay, we can push all of that aside. What can we expect from him being that training camp starts already on September 21st? We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we will talk about how Tom Wilson takes to the ice after signing his big contract, what can we expect from Big Tom Wilson? But just to get it going here, we will talk about Max Pacioretty. And ultimately, is he worth the gamble? Was he worth the gamble? Uh, if we take a look at it, he signed a, a two-year deal, or excuse me, a one-year deal. He's going to get a $2 million and $2 million more with incentives. Uh, was he the right move? Was that the right acquisition to make, given the fact that we all know he is not going to be able to help the team right away? Some people say it might not be till November. I've even heard crazy things saying not till December. We need someone that is going to help this team right out of the gate. Listen, this team struggled last season. They missed the playoffs for the first time since 2014, wouldn't it stand to reason that they should assign someone right out of the gate that could have helped this team right away? Well, that might be the case, but if you widen the lens a little bit more, you take a look at Max Pacioretty, and we know that he suffered from Achilles issues the last two seasons in a row. And, you know, it's kind of my belief that if he didn't have those Achilles issues, the Capitals would have never been able to afford him. And I think it was worth the gamble in the regard that six times in his career, he has scored 30 goals. Quite the upside uh, if the Capitals can get that kind of production out of, out of him. And on the cheap, all things considered, you know, professional uh, sports-wise, $2 million and $2 million in incentives for a guy that has scored 30 goals six times in his career for me, and given all the cap, uh, you know, constraints and all that, I think it was worth uh, the gamble. But just taking a look at him, uh, uh, how often can, can players come back from uh, Achilles issues like this and, and come back and contribute to their team and actually help them win games? Since Patch Reddy has 400 career games and spent 100 days on the LTIR last season, he was eligible 
for a performance bonus laden contract this season. He signed a one-year deal worth $2 million plus $2 million in performance incentives. So he'll carry a minimal cap space or excuse me, cap hit this season. If the Capitals are contenders, obviously they'd want him around. But the question is, is what kind of max patch ready are we going to get? Uh, professional sports is all about what have you done for me lately? And lately he has missed two seasons with Achilles issues, missed a lion's share of the season. Uh, if we could have gotten Max Patch ready for year, from years ago, I would be very excited about it. But there were not a lot of other options for the Capitals on a free agency. I was waiting. I was, you know, listening. I was driving on a on a road trip. I had uh, NHL Network Radio going, hoping for something big, you know, like DeBrinket or Shifley or something like that. As it turns out. Max Pacioretty and Joel Edmondson. So uh, I'm keeping my fingers and uh, toes crossed that we can get at least a glimpse of what Max Pacioretty was at one time. Uh, if he can score 20 goals, that would be pretty good, right? Considering uh, the lack of goals that the Capitals had last season. So it's going to be interesting to see what they get from him. Where will he ultimately slot in? Uh, I think that it is going to provide an opportunity for a younger guy on the team, most notably like a Connor McMichael, since we do know that Max is going to be missing some time that, you know, one of these younger guys is going to be able to get a longer look. So another guy's loss is another guy's gain. So, uh, you know, it that is about, you know, Connor McMichael, you know, living up to potential and, and earning his spot on this team in case Max patch ready isn't good to go. I mean, let's face it. I mean, I hate to make this to equate it to this, but he is like a used car. You don't know what you're going to get. You know, he is a luxury sports car, but it has some engine issues. Hey, if, they, if, if it runs and it starts, that's great. I'm driving around in a luxury vehicle, but if it doesn't, it's still a luxury vehicle that doesn't run. Uh, so that is the position that the capitals are in. You know, ostensibly, Max Pacioretty is going to be a really great player for the team. He is going to help contribute, and they're going to get him at a bargain basement deal. But is that going to be actuality? I could think of no worse case scenario than he had another issue with his Achilles or something else. Let's face it, he is not exactly a young guy anymore. So, I mean, if it, even if it wasn't his Achilles issue... It could be something else. So there are a lot of questions, but you know, I, from doing this show, a lot of people ask me, you know, Dan, what do you think of the Max Patch Ready thing? I think they did the best that they could do. And um, ultimately, just based, like I said, on salary cap constraints, there wasn't a lot of flexibility. They were not able to move Evgeny Kuznetsov. They were not able to move Anthony Manta. And I don't think that they necessarily wanted to part with some of their key prospects, you know, draft picks or, you know, some of the guys that are going to be the premier names like Connor McMichael, Hendricks LaPierre, they'd, they've gotten offers for them before. And I don't think that Brian McClellan wants to make that mistake again to give up big name um, draft picks or big name uh, prospects for, you know, a guy that's a maybe, you know, you take a look at the Shattenkirk deal, you know, was that worth it? All things considered. So I think that the Capitals have had an evolution of thought process over time that they don't necessarily want to keep making those mistakes again. So they're at the point right now that uh, we know that there's promises made to Alex Ovechkin that there's not going to be a tear down to the studs rebuild. Um, and I think that they didn't have a lot of cap space and they didn't want to move on from some of their key players. Uh, even if they were able to, I don't think the Capitals wanted to move on from Backstrom and Oshie, even though they're diminished good. So that is why they ultimately went for someone like Max Pacioretty. Knock on wood, cross your fingers that he is going to be a glimpse 
of his of his former self. Uh, but that's all we know as of right now. His status. There is no real status update other than uh, he is going to be joining the team. We know for sure not on day one. It might not be until November or worst case scenario, December, depending on how everything progresses. But um, he didn't really want to divulge exactly how he was injured and the, you know how he was treated. He said that he didn't want to give that information away uh, in a presser when he was signed. But uh, again, the Caps did what they could do with the amount of money that they had. If they could have gone out and got someone like Debrinket or Shifley or um, Tarasenko or, you know, Patrick Kane or something like that, then of course I think they would have done that. Uh, but then, you know, a lot of these guys uh, out there, Tarasenko's not that young of a guy anymore. And Kane, you know, he has his own issues. So a lot of these guys that were revered as big names, I mean, there's a lot of guys in the NHL that are getting old. Um, and then you see a lot of the this young crop of players coming up, like, um, you know, uh, the, the, on the Capitals that they have. And you also take a look at, like, a Connor Bedard. You look at Leonard and Chris Dahl. This is a, a, a league that is going to be getting younger in years to come because there is a lot of older players in the league. So it's going to be interesting to see how much juice they can actually squeeze out of this aging core. Um, you know, one of the things that they said is this team wants to get younger and faster. And you, you made it even a little bit older by adding Max Pacioretty to the room. Uh, it is a bit of an interesting move. How will these old guys uh, keep up with the young guys around the NHL that are getting faster? They're leaner, they're tougher, they're stronger uh, than a lot of these, these older guys. I would love the Capitals to prove a lot of the talking heads wrong. The, the the people that have already panned this team as being, you know, uh, this old team that's not going to be able to contend with the likes of Carolina or New Jersey or the Pittsburgh Penguins, you know. I mean, even if you want to take a look at the Penguins for a moment here, they signed Carlson, but Carlson's an older guy as well. I know that his uh, he has quite an extensive history in the back of his hockey card is impressive, but he, you know, uh, Carlson's not exactly a younger guy. So this is the Capitals. This is a kind of a move that we saw on the free agency where you sign these, these guys in hopes that they're going to be great. I'm hoping that Max Pacioretty is going to be a glimpse of, of his former self. Will that be actuality? Uh, I guess it remains to be seen. But again, as it stands right now, the upside on him, I think, I'll, you know, outweighs the negativity. The fact that they only paid him two million plus two million more with incentive, with the possibility of him scoring thirty goals like he did six times in his career, that far outweighs any bad in my estimation. We are going to talk about Tom Wilson and uh, what he brings to this team and how he is back in town with some of the biggest names. We'll talk about that straight ahead. Our next sponsor here is Jace Medical. And one of the things that we know about life is uncertainty. Sometimes things and life can throw you curveballs that you cannot be prepared for. That is why you need Jace Medical. The Jace case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace case is fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, jump on a quick call with one of our onboard certified physicians. Get ongoing care from our physician on any treatment-related questions, doctor-created, doctor-recommended. Don't get caught unprepared in life. 
There are a lot of uncertainties. You need one certainty, and that is why you need Jace Medical. So save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical plus an additional $20 off by using my code LOCKED on at checkout on jacemedical.com that's j a s e medical.com all right welcome back into this edition of locked on capitals part of the locked on podcast network your team Every day, make sure and subscribe or follow Locked On Capitals wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube. Training camp is right around the corner and Locked On Capitals has got you covered. All right, in this next segment here, we are going to talk about Tom Wilson and he is back in town after his big contract ready to help this team. And it is a true harbinger of the hockey season. As you see Ovechkin and Wilson and Backstrom and all these big names in D.C., ready to go at these informal skates camp hasn't even formally started here and they're putting in the work and uh, putting in the sweat equity as they say as we know the capitals did not get the result that they were looking for last year as they missed the playoffs for the first time since 2014 one of the things uh that uh, was said uh, darcy kemper said is that the Capitals felt like the the Capitals players felt like they let the fans down. Uh, it was one of the things that the Capitals have made it to the playoffs for so many years, and they had that long-standing record for most sold-out games, that kind of thing. I don't think that the Capitals want to lose that. I think that they want to have a competitive brand of hockey. I think that even though big moves weren't made, even though there isn't, you know, any big sexy name signed in the offseason, even though there is not this tear down to the studs rebuild, they want a winning product by plug and playing these different players. You take a look at Max Pacioretty, which I talked about in the first segment, Joel Edmondson, um, not to mention younger guys down in Hershey, Connor McMichael, Iorio, you know, Hendricks Lop here, the names that you've heard for quite some time, they want a winning product. So Tom Wilson figures to fit into that mix as well as he takes to the ice um, and is exciting as he makes his way back from an ACL surgery. And also a, bro a broken ankle he suffered back in February. Uh, so we are hoping uh, for a healthy Tom Wilson, of course. We know that what he brings to this team. It's a toughness. It's a leadership. It's goal scoring. All of those things. And a good, healthy Tom Wilson uh, will help the Capitals win games. As Tom Wilson goes, so go the Capitals. He missed a lion's share of the season last season. Subsequently, the Capitals did not uh, do that well. It's way better. I'm feeling really good. The injury was tough. It was a tough year, but you get to that 12-month mark and beyond, and it's in the rear view, Wilson said, following his extension. I don't focus on it at all anymore. That's really allowed me to have fun in the gym again and just put in the work. He's not out there sitting there thinking about, you know, uh, what am I going to do? Am I going to be in top shape? He knows where he's at, and I think that he is ready for the start of the season. And like I said, I think that it is a good sign to see him uh, skating with a lot of the guys out there again. Wilson appeared only in 33 games last season, but he still managed to get 13 goals and nine assists for 22 points. So even though it was just a fraction of the season, he still found a way to contribute. Uh, a lot of people said had he played in 82 games, he was set to have another 50-point season. So what can we expect from 
from Tom Wilson this next year, this next season coming up here. Training camp starts at September 21st. I expect him to be as advertised. Um, I don't think that he is the Tom Wilson of before where he feels like he needs to drop the gloves with every young guy that's trying to make a name for himself in the NHL. But you best believe he is still going to bring physicality. And uh, I think that that is one of the things that he was talking about here is that he's preparing for next season. He's in the gym. He's not worried about uh, his knee injury. He's not worried about the issue that he had with his ankle. He is focused on helping the Capitals win games. And we need Tom Wilson healthy healthy on this team. Uh, So it is exciting to think about what uh, he is going to bring this season. But one of the things we do know is Wilson signed a seven-year, $45.5 million contract extension with Washington that kicks in at the start of next season with hopes of him becoming the next captain. That's always been my assessment on this podcast and previous pod capitals podcast that I've hosted that I think that he was going to be the captain. And I think that Alex Ovechkin has taken him under his wing because he sees that as well. Uh, I don't think that anyone told Alex Ovechkin that, Hey, we're kind of looking at Tom Wilson at being the next captain. I just think it's kind of apparent. He has those leadership qualities. Uh, He stands up for younger players that are on the team. Uh, You're not going to push anyone around. And if you do, you're going to have to answer to him. It was one of the things that's funny I'll never forget is last season when they were playing the Coyotes is that there were guys mixing it up in the corner and all he had to do was skate into the vicinity and things broke up. Those are the qualities that we're looking for. Not to mention the fact that just a couple years ago, 20 plus goals. So win, 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 win with Tom Wilson out on the ice. And, you know, oftentimes he is, you know, pigeonholed as a tough guy, as a goon. Uh, But there is not one of the other teams in the NHL that would not love uh, to have him on this team. And I'm really excited. Uh, That was one of the things that I said is normally I don't like, you know, these big term contracts or these long contracts. There's always the exception. So if they give him seven years with a boatload of money, it's worth it for him. Uh, He always puts the work in and I'm excited about what this Capitals team looks like with him back in the lineup. All right. So coming up here after the break. What can we expect from Evgeny Kuznetsov? We've heard a lot. We've heard that he wants out. We've heard that he wants to sit, to stay. We hear that Spencer Carberry has high hopes for him. What does it all mean? We'll talk about that coming up. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So Evgeny Kuznetsov is one of those interesting characters that, uh, you know, we we hear that, you know, he, he could be one of the best players if he wants to be, but he doesn't want to put the work in. What can we expect from Kuzi this next season? It is going to be an interesting thing. Uh, can uh, Spencer Carberry find him, finally get him tuned in uh, to be the kind of player that we all think that he can be? If you take a look back at Kuznetsov back in the day, uh, he had a career best 27 goals and 83 points in 79 games during the 17-18 season. Uh, but he, you know, he still has that skill set. He put up 12 goals and 55 points in 81 games last year. Uh, that was a downtick for him. But I have no reason to believe that if he is playing in the right role, in the right position, if he is properly utilized 
by Spencer Carberry that the sky is the limit. What is one of the difficult things about Kuznetsov? He is a quirky guy, suffices to say. Uh, we know that in his personal life, we know that on the ice, he's just a little bit of a different guy. But, you know, one of the things that we know about him is that when he's dialed in, he's one of the best. And oftentimes we hear people say, well, why didn't they trade Kuzi? Why didn't they trade him? If we can rewind time just a little bit here, what is one of the things that we heard for the longest time? You know, this Capitals team is pretty good, but they need that really great second line center. At the time, Nick Baxter was the first line center. And, you know, there was a lot of, of buzz around Kuznetsov, this Russian player. When is he finally going to come over to America? When is he finally going to come to D.C. and help the Capitals? And now he's here. And uh, you want to uh, you take a look at it. Just a couple of years ago, he rounded out the Capitals' top three in goals with Wilson, uh, Ovechkin, uh, and... And uh, then he had a bit of an off here. Now, you know, people were talking about trading him. He is a guy that is up and down, up and down. And I ultimately do think that if there was a great trade partner, that the Capitals would have traded Kuznetsov in the offseason. It's just that they are in a tough position because they know that he wants out and that, you know, kind of get, you know, makes the Capitals lose any leverage that they have. And they know also know that he has two years remaining on his deal with an AAV of 7.8 million. Uh, you factor that in, plus he has a 15 team no trade list. It does make Evgeny Kuznetsov a difficult guy to move. Uh, if you take a look at it, if he was a consistent player his entire career, I think he would have got snapped up just like that. But with his inconsistent play, with his quirkiness, with his personal issues, uh, if you take a look at it, two years at $7.8 million and a 15-team no-trade list, that is going to be difficult. So uh, people that are listening to this show that said, why didn't they trade Kuzi? I think that it is a multi-tiered answer there. I think that for one thing, I think that they they saw that there was a disconnect uh, between Peter Laviolette. They saw that he played better under Barry Trotz. And I think that they're putting all their chips in on that he can play better under Spencer Carberry. And then things that I've heard is that there's already been conversations going on between Carberry and Kuzi, and they seem to be promising, according to Carberry. So maybe he can be the guy to dial in Evgeny Kuznetsov. One thing would burn me more than anything is that if Kuzi got traded to another team and just killed it, you know, of 30 goals or 40 goals or whatever the case is, and just a ton of assists and just a machine, we would be kicking ourselves forever thinking about that because, you know, just taking a look at, like I talked about his contract in two years and the, the, the no trade list, there, there was not going to be a big return for him. There just wasn't. And I think he would have been hard to move uh, just as is. But then you take a look at the fact of the two-year deal, the the amount in the no trade list, it would have been most difficult. I think the Capitals are taking the right uh, tactic uh, by saying, "Let's see what 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 he has under Spencer Carberry. We know we got him for two more years. Let's see what he has in the tank under different leadership. We saw what he had under Barry. We heard that Barry Trotz was even kind of kicking the tires on him, as we know he's the GM of the Preds right now. So uh, let's hope that he can find." Uh, you know, a bit of his former glory. If he could return to the 17 uh, 18 season where he had 27 goals, 83 points, and 79 games, then I think that it would have been a gamble. And I think that Brian McClellan is going to look like a genius. But at this point, it's always my assessment unless there is an upgrade, 
don't make the trade. There wasn't one available. Brian McClellan did the right thing. He didn't say, you know, I'm going to trade Kuzi out of town for a bunch of prospects. Caps fans, we all said that we wanted Kuzi out of town. But if we traded Kuzi for, you know, three or four meh draft picks, I think we all would have been upset. I think it is worth the gamble. Just like I talked about off the top, there's a lot of gambles going on this year. Guys, uh, as the season approaches, uh, uh, Patch Ready was a gamble. We take a look at Kuzi, a gamble. Anthony Mantha, a gamble. There is a lot of uncertainty. That is why I have a difficult time telling people, how do you think the Capitals are going to do this year? All depends if they're healthy. Is Patch Ready healthy? What kind of Kuzi do we have? What kind of Mantha do we have? What kind of Backstrom do we have? Can Oshi stay off the injured list? Um, what kind can... Um, Darcy Kemper stay healthy. You know, he's prone to being bit by the injury bug. Can Charlie Lindgren step up and find what kind of goalie he was in the month of December? Um, or is Hunter Shepard going to have to come up at some point and really prove his worth? Um, there are a lot of balls in the air to use a baseball or football term uh, for the Capitals. And it's going to be really hard to see how this team shakes out. A lot of it is going to become obvious as we get closer to camp. We see how players work under Spencer Carberry systems. It is exciting. I'm going to put it under the exciting column because I'm excited to see what this Capitals team looks like with some new players, with a new coaching system, and to finally see some preseason games where we'll get kind of a good idea of what this team really has in the tank. All right, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals. And are you a fan of other DC sports? Well, Locked On has got you covered. We got Locked On Nationals, Commanders, or Wizards. So no matter what major DC sport it is, Locked On has got you covered. All right, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holney, and I'll talk to you again next time.